0: Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. Are you receiving my
1: transmission, or am I speaking to myself? Good. Welcome to the undisclosed location of nowhere. We broadcast for you.
2: Joe Morales, I believe. Yeah, Joe Morales is. Uh, he uh, he's one of the guys who I do all the other shows with. That uh, he and I put together all these different themes and oh, little okay. jingles. You met Joe. He was oh, the one I lived yeah. with at that super oh, awesome okay. house. And uh, yeah,
0: that was yeah. You, I was gonna, gonna say whatever happened with that that gang of yeah. He's in L.A. Here. now. Him and yeah. Ian
2: are doing this podcast oh, thing yeah. together. Yeah, this is this is who I we kind uh, of wow. found a very common no. He's interest. the
0: the one guy that was I guess. Real talented. Wasn't there one guy that was like kind Yeah, of that was him. That's obviously I, okay. because he
2: just made all that music. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah. the other one wasn't talented at all. Okay. No, no, no. no, no, no then no, there was no. you. Right? <laughs> then there was me. It was the middle ground. <laughs> yeah. But now we're back in the R V. Now we're back in this the RV. Is, uh, Earth, I still get
0: a kick out of this hub, though. I kind Earth like that. Earthship Radio.
2: Well, it's yeah. Pretty, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, we yeah. got to have, every once in a while, we know we have more than just two people. Just, just so we, moi? Yeah. yeah we, We've uh, got a legit setup. And it's... It weird. is legit. The beauty you of the setup... Board, how
0: do you go wrong? It's oh, how yeah. portable it is. Yeah.
2: Earthship Radio. And I'm, I'm Ian. And I'm joined by Shelby and... Uh, very special Rick Anderson. Rick Anderson. Although it's, I guess, normal Rick Anderson. Yeah. But he's special, a, though. He's a very special. He's no, a special person. No, special dude. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm specially old and then call me Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> uh, Richard. That. Oh, that's Dick. Dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Dick is correct. Yes.
0: Um, of you know, it's a world you should well answer to anything, right? <laughs> Especially if it involves food, money, or drugs. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's
2: the lifestyle. That's the lifestyle. Definitely yeah. it. Rick is, he, what's your official title here, here? at the atrium? Um, spanker. (laughs) Spank, spank connoisseur. (laughs) He's the official spanker. No, I
0: am the, what, the, the, uh... Which is Mark, the head technician or the, the, okay. the, the, the tech director? Technical director. Mark, okay, Mark, Master Mark, of all did, things. Yeah, when Mark Master Bader. Him, yeah, yeah, well, He's a master we Bader. Are, we, that's a given. <laughs> it's just, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but and honey, it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> of course not.
2: It's just that's, the way I'm built. <laughs> uh, <Jeez. laughs> Wired. Yeah. Um, uh, Rick is. I don't know. He's gonna man. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't, like, I, I don't, don't know like, he what else. Yeah, we're okay, right right. right. <laughs> talking. we
0: just going to go. Oh my God! Can we even air this? <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty about podcasting.
2: We can air anything. You can hear we anything. Yep. Absolutely anything. Yeah, um, and we we've seen that time and time again on YouTube. And yes, oh, we I have. I mean, that's that's part of what this is. Is it's what? not necessarily riding the social media, but it's it's taking advantage of the fact that we do currently have a, a system out there in which we can we can broadcast anything freedom, we want it, to is it the freedom of speech freedom, freedom of speech of, then, yeah then, 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 then you first amendment the you pain. know they're first all regretting yeah. the day they well, wrote I, that one
0: down that's yeah. true <laughs> I, I think they're starting <laughs> we to. shouldn't have let them have <laughs> well, it it's like that movie <laughs> that came out when they were just came out almost didn't come out about <laughs> yeah. the guy the north korean dude. yeah uh, yeah the, the
2: interview, cow- the the interview cow- yeah we talked about that
0: i saw a little brief snippet on hbr about the issues with that oh yeah it that just, was a big one. Well, because I hadn't seen the movie, I didn't know how in-depth they went with it. I thought it was just, you know, because sometimes you can do these movies and there can be a total spoof and yeah, really, yeah. really kind of almost harmless. Yeah, If yeah, you do for it the sure. right way, you know. But if you do it the mean and nasty way, yeah. yeah. I,
2: could, I think that is the big question, is how in-depth they go with and, it. Because I haven't, haven't seen it. Seen like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I you know, don't know.
0: And, of course, the fact that you're trying to kill the guy probably <laughs> yeah, just yeah, helped me Sure, yeah. Which, you know, I'm sure there's probably a given as well. Well, yeah. I mean,
2: I it was probably the only one so far, at least in recent history, that I can remember that, that was not... See, I mean, it's, it's just so overtly a joke, though. Like, it's obviously well, a joke. It, it is to us, us but, but you know, it's not our Team humor, America. Yeah, our
0: adult. humor against the rest of the world. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know... Because, I mean, basically, why does the Muslim world, world hate us? You know, I mean, why, well, why did the French hate us? <laughs> well, <laughs> of course, because the French hate everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, Because
2: yeah. we stole their fries. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: There's a cardinal, a red cardinal right out there. It was right on the bench right there. I didn't I just happened to see a its wings, and then I saw the red on it. I mean, nice. it's bright as hell, too. I, I believe it's a cardinal. Aren't they red?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: But I, I don't think it was a male. I think it was a male. Anyways. Yeah, I just happened to see it. I was looking because I was nice. looking at you. I was looking, and I saw this bird flutter its wings. It went
2: down into the bushes. Oh, though. I see it. Oh, you I see it? Yeah, I see a little red dot. We are surrounded by a lot of white and cream colors, so I yeah. I imagine well, a flash you got chairs anyway,
0: I don't, I don't expect you could see it, but yeah. Little note. And I, actually, actually I happened to see it between the beam and the chair, chair <laughs> Nice. Yeah. He's an ornithologist. Yeah. Well, I just ornithologist. Don't. Birds. No, nah, <laughs> I don't really do birds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do
2: birds. <laughs> I, a, I do. I do appreciate him, though. I mean, there's yeah. There's a lot of things I've come to learn about you that I didn't. Really know? I mean, there's no way to know no. with with the work that we do up here, and the, especially the interactions well, you have with clients and everything. And, like if you don't know the per- the- and if you
0: don't know the person ahead of time, or spend any kind of years with them, or you don't, you know, half the time people talk like I can number half a dozen people where I wouldn't believe a thing that came out of their mouth, anyways. <laughs> you know? So especially doing what I used to do, that's Two people have two ways of looking at it. If they don't know me, you are well, either full of shit or he, or he really did do it. Yeah, because yeah, I kind of go. <laughs> I, go pretty, I go, into <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's r- really sad. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I should be institutionalized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we've known him for four years. I've known him for yeah. four years. But see, I okay. feel like I've got a pretty good. And grass, I hate to say, it. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and you'll still surprise me, obviously. Well, I mean, hopefully, I'll still surprise yeah. you. But I mean, I, I, I don't want to say this, but I kind of saved a lot of stuff as proof. As backup to sure. because cause it wasn't like there is now where there's where they where all these road crews get their name mentioned in magazines, how mm. they might even be doing our, a TV show about it. Oh, them yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that started with when I was on the road I mean mm. I was named and we, you know they would do an interview with the LD and our they didn't interview us but maybe the LD but our names would get in the magazine that mm. way you yeah, know, and yeah. that's about as far as it went but still yeah. you, you definitely know, have like, proof you know, I
2: mean you well, just showed us how many backstage passes and yeah, all I mean I mean, from I mean, your tour days
0: when I say proof it it, it, it kind of acts as proof a lot of it's just nostalgia that I hung on to well, for my like I said because uh, I'm, I'm telling you the older you
2: get the more goes away. <laughs> well, I imagine. <laughs> not on your hair. Because you've got all of those backstage passes and all those kinds well, of things. Yeah, you don't I have to them. list them all off to remember what they are. I mean, they're well, like, yeah. there are probably ones in there that you're like, oh shit, I well, forgot I did
0: that. Well, there's that one that didn't have the band name on it. I'm oh, like yeah. going, I, I know that. I, I recognize it. <laughs> but wish I'm, what? I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not really sure which, you
2: know. So, okay, so then, so we know you as the, the technical director here at the Atrium. I think I met you at, at the Special Events Center maybe a year before I started. Working here, oh. well, I actually, and we was, met as,
0: when you guys were kids. I hate to say that. That's really yeah. When uh, Walter was still running the place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure I met you as a child. I know I, I met. Remember. Well, I know I Gosh. met your brother. I was probably, probably told the same My brother yes. really was a kid. I mean, he was. He was, yeah, he was. He was really young.
2: Yeah, well, he still is. Yeah. He's still I'm so sure that you, you were guys a made people, me not our so much parents. But, us yeah, about. but I mean, you guys
0: were up here enough times that i you. You must have seen me and go. Who the hell is that? Absolutely, mom. Yeah, well, stranger. Yeah, yeah mom, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I mean, he's got a wrench. <laughs> he's got a wrench. <laughs> but, uh, before you worked here, though, like you had a big road road touring. Oh, yeah. Career. Uh, I'm satisfied. I mean, it, you always like
0: to be able to do. Things All right, it was okay. It was okay. Oh, I mean, it was it was fulfilling. Yeah, I mean, what I accomplished was was. I, want to, I don't want to say good enough, but I mean, I didn't have a lot of choice in the matter because of uh, an injury I requ- acquired mm-hmm. when I came off the road, of all yeah, things. yeah, That kind of stopped me from ever going back on the road to some degree, you know. How long were you on the road? I would say pretty close to 20. Wow. Yeah, pretty close to 20. So probably, started at what probably age? about 30. Actually, I kind of started late in life compared to some of the guys I was out with. I started... Yeah. Late twenties, okay. Yeah, all right. I mean, like twenty-seven, twenty-eightish. So. Wow, yeah. there's hope for us. I was all of. I was, always, I was I always, on the road. I was all with <laughs> guys that
2: started like right after high school. Yeah, with yeah, Shilko, sure. You know, because Shoko was here in Dallas. Yeah, and, and now they're on their 50 year. Yeah, you know, on the road type of thing. Go. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what my dad's got. All of his old touring buddies from back in the 70s. Going to say still uh, out on the uh, road. And golly. some of these
0: magazines I get where they where they sh- remember I was showing you like some of the guys that I used to that I that were mentored me that are yes. now in the lifetime achievement stuff, right? Yeah. You know, those are the ones that are still in the business yeah. doing what they love to do, which right. I learned from. Jeez. And you know, matter of fact, one of them was one of the guys was my was the road manager. I was out with Rat, which uh-huh. was my first tour. Rat, Charlie, Charlie Hernandez, rat and poison. Yeah, char- poison <laughs> rat first and poison. Rat and poison My mom, goes, to My mom goes, "You're out with rat poison?" <laughs> go, kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, I think did I show you that picture? Remember when I had the old VHS camera up here running? Yes, yes. And I I, I showed you how, where that. The, the backings behind oh. that camera where I was in, in front of the tour bus with yeah. my dad and my grandpa holding that camera. Yeah. Yes.
2: That was the rat. That, that was the rat tour. bus. Yeah. That was the, the rat, rat bus. Rat bus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. How many, uh, how many countries do you think you've been to? Oh,
0: wow.
2: Oh, have Any, you, have you world toured or just? Yeah, just,
0: no, world tour, yeah. World toured. Yeah, I, not as many as I probably would have liked to, but a lot of, a lot of them that I'd never thought I'd ever, yeah, in a million years to ever get to. Wow. You know, Especially with Robert Palmer, he was the one that took us to the far east, you might say. Every, mm. everywhere from Japan all the way through the Asia's, um, wow. Bangkok, Singapore, wow. all the way down oh. to Australia. You know, oh, then, okay. yeah, that actually, it was fun. Australia backwards. I, mean, but yeah. I even went to the island of Guam. Wow. I mean, Guam. Well, like, first off, would you ever <laughs> you pay to go to Guam? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I mean, unless might... there's a specific reason you're going, I think, it was, I think it's really just an army base or a navy base yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's like, like an like, American territory. It was, it, was, it was World War II. It was the the gas, last gas station, I guess, for the ships to before they... Ah, oh, Yeah, yes. I think that's where Guam, the whole thing with Guam was. Mm, about wow. Yeah. Because
2: yeah, it's... Pacific's a big ocean. It might end up being our 51st state, from what I keep hearing. Yeah, yeah. There's right. petitions going every every election. Was it Guam or what's the other one that we have? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. It's going to be either and one of them. I've been there, too, actually, with Robert Palmer.
0: He played the, uh, um, oh, what's it, the, the one, the place in Harlem, the Apollo. Oh, we uh, played Hitler. Apollo. Oh, wow. Him. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and know. they didn't boom off stage? No. Matter of fact, it was a sold out show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, that's when Sinbad was still hosting the show. Nice. Sinbad, yeah. yep, yep. And I, I was—I've been there twice now. The other group, oh, is it was Luther? It oh no, 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 Jody Watley. Jody Watley. Jody oh, Watley no. with the one hit. She was kind of a one, one album wonder. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Right. But, uh, which I was a crew chief on. Yeah, Jeez, nice. one of my first crew chiefing jobs.
2: So, uh, so what, what year did you go out on tour with Rat? Uh, what does it say? Oh, it does say. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, uh, what does it. 86 87. Yeah. Nice. Dancing
0: Undercover Tour. Yeah. Matter of fact, that was, yeah. And, you know, I had the one with the Pearson Mode. Yeah, Dancing yeah. Undercover. I was born in 86. Well, yeah, my my kid was born in 87, right? Oh, 86, wow. 87, Well, actually, I I'm not sure those dates because he was, I went out on rat a rat a week after he was born. Mm hmm. And it was he was it was may seventeenth nineteen eighty seven so a week after it would have been probably you know may, may June maybe the yeah. first week of June or something like that yeah i mean he it was well like one of the hardest things I had to do in my life was to leave a newborn baby yeah. you, had,
2: Absolutely. you know we were
0: strapped for cash, had to pay this you know, back in the day we had kind of yeah. had no insurance, yeah. you know yeah, and uh you know we were renting a house in urban. Had just you know, had moved here to try to save my marriage, and got junior instead. Oh wow! <laughs> Consolation prize. You know. Yeah, well, <laughs> <Consolation>, <laughs> surprise. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, have yeah, and consequently, that was probably another thing, another nail in the coffin for why her and I separated. Mm, because, you know, sure. Even though you know the money once it started coming in. Oh oh yeah! All of a sudden, uh, things stopped being so you know. It's like now you know because because I mean I, I, was, I was delivering pizzas, you know, yeah. doing that kind of stuff. You know, working yeah. at a working at a a, um, a company called San Marco, which was right downtown Dallas, off of Lamar or something like that, or mm-hmm. Hervé, Irvine. And uh, wow, yeah. And that at that point was only part time. <coughs> yeah. You know? um, so yeah, it was we were we were struggling to keep going. Um, my my parents and I were, were when I moved to California it was not a good thing for them. Mm. I was the oldest child, and uh, it was not a happy separation. You might say. Where'd you move from? Wisconsin. Well, from Wisconsin. Size, born yeah, and raised in
2: Wisconsin. Yeah, born in Milwaukee, but
0: lived in Waukesha all my life, which is a suburb of Waukesha. Well, Waukesha. Yeah. One, you, another see, another see you get name. all
2: sorts of weird names in Texas, but I don't yeah. know that you'd ever have like a Waukesha. No, you get yeah, you're in
0: Oklahoma at least. You have to, to go that north, yeah, exactly. north of the
2: Mason-Dixon line It's so funny
0: too because there's it's such a heavily Indian names, but yet there's not a lot of uh, what do you call it? Descendants. Yeah. You know, like yeah. here you have the tribes, and they have their their reservation land that they were given by the government or whatever. Casinos. You, you know, can, the casinos now. No, you know, we did and very good
2: consolidating into a certain area of yeah. the country. So. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I guess. And and that that being said, it's like, where did all the Indians that used to live there? Yeah. Where are their descendants? You know, it's like, I mean, you got to stay with the, with the, uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. You know, well, Wisconsin as a whole. That's, Of course, there are, what, the the badgers. The honey badgers. The honey badgers. honey badgers. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's a a great place to grow up, but I wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. Yeah. Only because 90% of the year, you're in snow. Oh, (laughs) wow. And I had 18 years of it, and I'm sorry. That was one of the deciding factors for me to leave. Wow. It was bad in the fact that I, I wanted to be in the entertainment business come hell or high water but yeah. at that point it was to be an actual musician not a
2: mm-hmm. That's what you, not a flunky you you know? move <laughs> to California <laughs> yeah. for yeah well yeah and
0: that was my motivation it really yeah. wasn't you know but the parents they, oh my baby you know what are you gonna do this? so you know it's kind of you leave you got out of the family you know I mean I wasn't happy you know and you know, I had I known, my mom died from MS, and she she had just gotten it right around that time, but my father hadn't told us yet. Yeah. matter of fact, I found this out later on when, yeah. when he was passing away, <laughs> <Goodness>. <laughs> that kind of thing, you know, or fixing to. Goodness. And yeah, which is kind of, a you know, I, maybe I would have changed my mind, but, you know, I didn't. Well, and and she lived She lived to see me get on the road. Nice. Good. I mean, nice, I mean considering the... the 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 medical achievements at that time, pharmaceutical or whatever Mm -hmm. for people with MS that that she lived probably longer than she probably should have. I
2: mean, that's the thing that I guess all parents have to do at some point. They have to... I felt felt comfortable
0: in in the fact that I I finally got to a place in my life that I knew I was going to try to stay in the rest of my life. Yeah, and this is you know this is my job. This is my career. This yeah. is what I get to do now. Mom, are you are you happy for me? Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was up, just like any kid would be. Out, you know, show get the approval from the folks. Why not? Absolutely, because because of our past relationships and you know kids growing up you know what are you going to do?
2: No, <laughs> I mean, do that's the thing i mean no you, you as a parent i imagine you got to watch your kid you don't want them to go off and like change things but at the same time you can't you can't get in their way no, all the time and, you and can't and just stop them from doing
0: he, He's had his ups and downs, and, and I I never, I, you know, when I, when I told you about the video games and, you know, I, I started asking him where, I I just wanted to get a feel for where his head was going, you know, what he wanted, to, what he was interested in. Yeah. You know, as a parent, I mean, how else are you going to, you know, why not ask the source? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sure. wasn't anything I was trying to pry into or anything, you know, trying yeah. to find anything, just like, what do you like to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just an honest question, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And I just—I don't know if he just didn't really have one. <laughs> I mean, he—he kind of wanted to get into computers and stuff like that. But you know, I, and I was I, in that respect, yeah, I was trying to direct him into into giving me an answer that you know, because I didn't care what he did. Yeah, I really didn't. I mean, as long as he, as long as he's happy doing it. Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, he feels he, you know, because most men have to. You can do a job, or you can have a career. But yeah, job or career, if if you don't come home every day and feel like something's been accomplished, or you know, you don't, you're missing something. Right. right. You, you know. You don't well, there's do so that many that. people
2: that do that. They they just and work it a job.
0: Yeah. You It doesn't have to be yeah, anything. Lifetime bartenders. What you and, get out of it. You yeah. Know, if it's fulfilling for you, then that's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. You know? That's true. So, that's all I was trying to hope for, or hope for, and try to get with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's still searching. Well, <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, aren't we I it mean, takes a while. <laughs> you know, and unlike, like your father, you know, you he's had a lot of experiences, and I'm, you know, did he ever take you around? With, like to some of the gigs and stuff? No. Or, did or did he you f- keep you sheltered from that Yeah, sort of I mean, isolated. He, or he did,
2: but I mean, his, uh, I, I always. Viewed I, mean, I didn't it.
0: expect you to go in the dressing rooms and stuff, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, sure. hey,
2: you know, I mean, yeah. he
0: had to clout to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was worried about yeah. the girls bending over on the <laughs> <Yeah>. makeup table. <laughs> Aussies, Aussies <laughs> yeah. girls were, were yeah. helping me out. Yeah, they were. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> unlike, and I, I didn't take my kid on the road, but every time I came into town, yeah. I tried, if, if it was possible, I I would bring him to the gig, and he was on the bus with us during, you know, Oh, wow. For the day, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, okay. And, but, you know, I mean, and then well, I had to isolate him towards the evening. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah well, I yeah. Go home with mom, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: My, my mom worked for Ticketmaster, so she knew all the, the gigs that were coming into town. And then my dad now was this on is tour. Your... So that's Paula such Paula used to work
0: for Ticketmaster. Whoa. Your mom didn't fire Paula, did she?
2: I don't know. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, there, was
0: a, there was a lady at Ticketmaster that used to... Because Paula was in bo- the bookkeeping part of it. Okay. What did your mom do? Was she she was, my mom was the head of
2: the phone room, so oh, she would have uh, been taking no, all yeah, the calls. That, that and the I do know she has got, words. that pretty British accent. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't, recall, <laughs> I don't recall
0: any lady that I wanted to blow up her car having a British accent. So, yeah, no. Oh, that would have been that's that's that would so, funny. That was <laughs> so <laughs> weird, though. Yeah, yeah. see so yeah. how yeah, so yeah. our paths have
2: crossed indirectly. Yeah. That we did so you know, many different
0: ways. And that was so long ago, too. But yeah,
2: My dad was one that, like, whenever he was in town, he would come visit us because we were what he wanted to be doing in town. He didn't necessarily feel the need to bring us to all of his shows because he he tried to keep a very a very solid line between work and, and, that's, and home. And that's, for, for uh, that's
0: understandable and yeah. he because of what he what he was and what he did probably had a better opportunity to do that yeah, yeah. whereas when you're on the road with the tour bus you know you it, you got a leash yes, yes. in other words there were, when i was in dallas there was times that i could get you know if once the rig was up and tested I could split for a couple hours, yeah. you know, go back to the department or whatever and just, you know, be with Paul or be with whoever. But had to be back at an ex you know, especially if I was a crew chief, had to be, you know, be back in time to give yeah. orders. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. But, uh, you know. But that was only a few hours. I mean, you know, yeah, your dad might have had a little more access as far as time-wise. He might know. have. But, I mean, mean, when I came off the road, it was all Paula and the kid, you know. Yeah. Brother, I, brother,
2: I don't so. seem to remember him ever, like, coming through Dallas and us going to see him for a night or him coming Actually, home for yeah. a night and then going to the next city. I think at those points, my mom might have seen him at the show and whatnot, but us as, as a family, see, as the yeah, kids. Yeah, and, and, you know, uh, like
0: Eric Clapton, didn't you? He would do multiple nights too sometimes. He might, I don't know if he yeah. Did in Dallas per se, but like see, did when New I York was, and L.A. Did I know? Because I, because I worked for him in a, yeah. in, in New York. Yeah. But your dad might have. Been, probably was.
2: He might have in that too. You yeah, know? I mean, he he absolutely might have. I mean, uh, Clapton was his first set of tours, like in the 70s, mid mid to late 70s, and I think. How long then, did you go for? It? I don't. I see. That's I mean, we just it, got when I was, was talking you saw to
0: my him. Right. this was when Clapton did his. I think it was after his kid thing. Or yeah. Before it was right around that time, so it was in, in the 90s. Had, yeah, my, so
2: he was he was with him until right about yeah, that it was time, when he did and then that blues tour kind of mm, thing. Yeah, then, yeah. Oh yes. Where, where Vaughn played with him, and you know, several. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And matter of fact, and it was one of those kind of gigs that I got through Dallas here through a company, and and all we did was hang rags. No. Yeah. Oh, Basically, wow. if if for some reason Eric didn't sell out the whole house or or whatever they'd move the stage a little more forward and just black out the part oh. we'd hang all those rags that went from the literally from the grid to the floor wow that's what uh, that and is and that was all we did that's all we did and we played we did New York City uh, we were at the garden I think it was and that was that was. and I was still a union member here in Dallas so I could actually work for if because he was there for like two weeks or something that's what I'm saying garden. multiple dates you know yeah, in yeah. bigger cities like that you know. and it was over the holidays and, and New York the union in New York and the holidays just didn't have enough people. Yeah. So I actually did some work for them. Huh. Nice. Because, I mean, once the rags were up, we didn't have anything to do. It wasn't like we were actually literally part of the crew. Yeah. We were just a vendor that supplemented the tour in certain cities. Yeah. Which nice, we great. had to drive to each city in a bobtail. It was crazy, but it was many fun. Haven't. Yeah, wow, just another set of experiences of uh, roughing it, you might say. Nice, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we got paid good. I mean, you know, kind of like if you were, our, were on the tour, but it's yeah. just we weren't part of the tour. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that many venues that he had to have that done in, but yeah. they. And I don't really. I don't really see the purpose of it to some degree with him, but yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, I've, I mean, I've definitely it. been to been to varying shows that yeah. that they'll have those scrims or, yeah, or yeah. like rags, like you're calling yeah. it, just kind of blocking off there. And I mean, I imagine it just it creates a more intimate it environment does. as it opposed does. to having and, and a and wide it, open area. Yeah.
0: Especially in some of the bigger, it may even help sound wise. You, know? yeah. you know, yeah, I imagine the creates the illusion of a sold out house. Well, there's, yeah, I think that's probably the foremost, yeah, reason. I just want to look. Like it's, awesome. it's hard to think that Eric Clapton would even need that, right? But, but if the, you're somewhere for two weeks, and, and you're people and, that many options, well, and, and I can I maybe it with not him, being. it might have been more of a, a sound-oriented thing to yeah. some degree. Uh, yeah, I, it could have been, because like I say, why would you be in, at a place that you're sold out so many days and not, you know, for, yeah. to a certain point. So.
2: who was a uh, who's your favorite tour? This is, a, this is a kind of a moot question. I'm sure Shelby and I both know this, but I'd well, be curious to see your answer. Actually, the 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 one I
0: think I probably had the most fun with only because I had worked with them for so long here in Dallas was Pantera. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, For a lot of reasons, I seemed to fit good with that group. (laughs) Pantera, (laughs) yeah. But, uh, But as far as as far as respect in the business, the Stones. I mean, yeah, that was nice. obviously
2: the pinnacle. And then the icing
0: and the cake was U2, you two. Know? Nice, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. You got you two. Because I mean, in my wildest dreams, I would have
0: never thought I'd be talking to Mick Jagger every night. Yeah, Well. Wow. Which I kind of got to because of the song setup that he did and where I was, where my area of of uh, lighting was taking place in the in the big massive rig of steel that we yeah. had sales yeah. cost a lot. Yeah, every night because uh, he would take a elevator ride up to the top of the steel and do sympathy for the devil up there. Okay. And mm. Because the lights that I was, was in charge of was from point A to point B, which was the top of the steel. Yeah. There had to be a lighting guy up there. There had to be the head rigger, and then the stage manager brought them up on the elevator. Wow! Wow! Which was a hundred thousand dollars each, which we had two of. <laughs> wow. The elevators? Yeah, just the elevator
2: setup. Jeez. a yeah. hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and they weren't to by two, the audience. It was
0: a two-person elevator, and it was. And it, I guess it would probably be the equivalent of what they would use in construction sites. You know the Okay. The yeah. Super, and yeah. Maybe yeah, not yeah. that big, but that, yeah. You know.
2: So, so but, and that's something you guys would tear down and set up Oh, every yeah, night. I mean, that was part of, yeah, now that, the elevator, I think the steel guys, so we had
0: two systems on that tour, and we had 76 trucks on each tour, at least on our, on our leg, which was, wow. I think, including the steel trucks, and... The reason they did that is because the rig was so big. You said 76? 76. 76 trucks. Matter of fact, I think in my 18 in wheelers. My, yeah, 18 wheelers, yeah. Now, that <laughs> I think that was including the steel trucks, too. Can you imagine that many? Could you imagine a convoy? Like that? <laughs> I'm just trying to, right? Yeah, now. I mean, I'm watching, although, I'm although thinking the funny thing Transformers, is is Michael big. Bay film in my head. That many trucks coming at you. The funny thing about that tour is that we didn't have a bus. Because every time we were in, we were there for so long, we had, we flew each time. Oh, interesting. Oh. Had, had our hotel, yeah, and we had our, all, we actually, we actually had to uh, protest in the tech rehearsals because they were going to double us up in rooms, and we thought, Uh-oh. now wait a minute, here we are <laughs> doing the Stones, you know, they're they're making a comeback after 10 years of not playing, you yeah. know, and they're going to double us up in rooms, you know, because so everybody was... that was out there was all the chief pe- players, yeah, you okay. might say. you know, they were Pros. all. Yeah, that was the playoffs of touring. Pretty much so, Yeah. In my case, maybe even the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl. Nice. Yeah. Playoffs. Tour- yeah. Well, I mean, this was 1990-91 yeah. is what you've got yeah. written down and right they, here. And, like a- said, and, and a lot of us, including myself, thought this may be the actual end of them. This might be the last tour they do oh, yeah. wow. because it was so big. Yeah. Uh, it's still in many respects to this day. I mean, there was only three venues that, we, that these steel guys could actually set up the whole entire system. Because the the stadiums and the arenas weren't big enough. Oh there wow! were domes at that point. The 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 super uh, the Toronto Dome and the, the Dome in Toronto. Yeah. Is it called the Superdome? I think they call it. No, that's New Orleans. Superdome's. In, yeah, yeah. That's yeah but you know, yeah, yeah That yeah, was being yeah. built when I was on Palmer. So every time we about yeah, well, that and a couple other tours, if we'd go through Toronto, we'd see it be built in stages. Oh so wow! Honestly, at first I'm going, what the hell is that? Because it was so big. <laughs> I mean, it's like 360 feet from the from the main rig to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred and sixty feet. Yeah, the Whoa. yeah, yeah, three hundred and sixty feet. I mean, it's kind of like it. Kind of, I guess it'd be like working at Texas Stadium, and they're, they're that is over a football field high. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and, and they had drapes, rags. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, it was, wow. Let's put it like this: inside the dome, they had, uh, kind of a terrace area that had like a hard rock in it, and had the where you could actually watch from inside the, the store or whatever that you were in, and, and watch the show. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was kind of yeah, it was, but it was it was kind of kind of interesting watching it being built and actually finally getting to play in it. You know? Wow. I think I think the stones was the only one we actually I actually got to play in the, in that one. I don't think YouTube played that one.
2: Do You have any idea of like what the crew size was for that? Well, were they all hired help locally whenever they started well, in this town?
0: It, it was well, yeah. You had the local stage. Most of them were union stage hands. Yeah, okay. you know, especially in the north. north but on each city,
2: thing. it would be yeah. a new set of stage yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. Like the, okay, for the like, venue. Like the,
0: like the the lighting guys would get x amount of hands because of this. You know, because because of, and primarily, this is a difference between anything you do locally or. For like like I'm like i saying, working in this place was such a throwback from what I was used to because it was so. I'm going to use the word structured, which it kind of needed to be. Yeah. And it's still pretty much run that way, as far as I know. I don't right. think anything's really changed all that much, because of the size and because you know when you go out on a tour with these professional people, they have a set. Thing that they need they need to be in this place because of the moving lights and everything like that and you know for the emphasis on, on a, I got a solo or something like that they need to be you know so this is all got to be planned out in the tech rehearsals yeah. which usually like the stones was almost a month. Wow! All right. almost a month of of it. And that's from the point that we had it set up and functional to yeah. to the time we took it
2: down. So you would you would I, I guess have a a, a location a, a another, where you would do a tech rehearsal yeah. for yeah. a month, figure yeah. it all out. And, and it was kind of
0: interesting because we did a what the Stones We actually did a pre-tech. It was like a tech, and then the, and then this, then the actual like I guess what do you call it the uh,
2: dress rehearsal.
0: It? Yeah, like a dress rehearsal, where the 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 actual pre-setup was in in NASA county in new york in this venue it was a i want to say it was it was an arena it might have been where one of the sports teams playing i'm not even sure the name of it but it was in nassau yeah. and uh, we built the system but we couldn't build obviously the whole system in there but the part of the main stage area and then where the as much of the lighting if you could we could do was in the and then then we moved to the stadium in Philly, which is no longer Veteran veteran's stadium, I think, in Philly. Philly it probably. was close to the Spectrum where the Rocky statue is at. Now, the Spectrum oh, okay. played, we we nice. played a lot of times. That would be like the equivalent to the reunion here okay. in Dallas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But uh, I think it was Veteran veteran's stadium, which is no longer... Most Probably 90% of the stadiums that I played are no, no longer around. Wow. The Silver Dome in Detroit, and that's obviously gone. Gosh, yeah. 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 That's where we had our Christmas party in the Stones, actually. Wow. The Silver so, Dome? Yeah. Nice. That was, I think that was the first place that I actually saw pyro in a dome. Nice. nice. That's when they were able to do the low burst and not burn anybody but they'd be out before it hit yeah. the ground. Right? Yeah. 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 because you could only go so high. <laughs> and then there then there was uh, Vancouver when I was on Bowie where it was an air suspension and where the where it was actually held up mostly by the by by air pressure. I mean, figure this one out. I mean, we're talking about wind you think the wind tunnel in my office here is bad? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, you had to have ropes to get into the venue. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, wow. Yeah, well, and, and here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a kicker, right? On on the Bowie tour, we had a, a proscenium set up, like on the theater, where the legs of the proscenium, and this was all stage pieces that went together, mm-hmm. would touch the stage. Well, during the show, or... Right after the show, that everybody left, and the air pressure dropped, and the whole thing—we busted some of our pieces because the roof dropped. Mm. Oh. Not too much air pressure was gone. And wow! It was like, yeah, hey. it, was, it was really kind of scary. Wow, was, uh, I still don't really quite understand that whole—that whole thinking there. But wow. uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it dropped a couple feet. Wow! Yeah, it was enough to buckle the, the first two pieces of our set. on, you know. And it's yeah. Unnerving. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and really, the the wind wasn't did you know that the pressure the pressure there was a joke. But I mean, but the wind tunnel part of it didn't seem much more than what I had coming in yeah. on my huh. office. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, I don't know the whole engineering thing behind that place. <laughs> but yeah,
2: I've never been there since then. So, but the, I think they're still around. I what's the still, the the most memorable place you played? You you you
0: went to? Shea Stadium was one of them with the Stones. Oh, wow. I saw the Beatles there. Well, you know, the whole Ah. thing with Stones was I saw, as a child, I mean, a a baby almost, my parents, one of the coolest things my parents ever did, and we're talking about some conservative parents, too, was wake us up, and I say us, my my baby brother hadn't even been born yet, but wake my sister and I up to see the Stones and the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Wow. wow it only came on like at eight o'clock and we were already in bed at that point so yeah wow
2: yeah. that's cool wow. so
0: I, I i honestly could i matter of fact i told mick that i don't know if it made him feel it feel any better but it was something to talk <laughs> yeah about. i just you know it's such it's, it's it's so mind-blowing you know Mick, that you know i could i saw you on the ed sullivan show and now i'm working for you you know i just <laughs> it, it's beyond my comprehension oh absolutely you know? and uh he just kind of nodded and went fucker. <laughs> no, As he does. No, but, yeah, I mean he was, and he was really the only one I actually had any kind of drink because they were so busy with the, with the, you know, I mean they were constantly just same thing with you too. I mean you really didn't have a lot. Of, it wasn't like they sat and ate dinner with us like a no. lot of the tours would. No, sure. You know, they were scooted off to a radio show or yeah. or the next city or whatever. They got a yeah. remote. Yeah. While they're in yeah. town,
2: everybody yeah. wants a piece of the stones. Oh,
0: and yeah. and stones got so much. Front money just to go out. Oh, I thought you were going to say probably, tail. <laughs> yeah, well, <they're, laughs> <it's> given. <laughs> given, again. But uh, I have to admit, in all honesty, that growing up with them like I said and having their albums and seeing whatever I could on TV you know get a member we're in Wisconsin so <laughs> you know, reception wasn't that good at all. <laughs> but, but uh, I can honestly say that I thought they were probably musically and, and performance level probably the best you'll ever see because it was so funny because being being on the Stones we were like I said we were in each town for some, sometimes up to two weeks yeah, but at least a week and it was it was always such a big event that there, whatever network or stations local stations they always have you know snippets of you know like remember the stuff, you know they'd always yeah highlight them in, in that week's uh-huh. you know, broadcasting right so there'd always be something on tv and and i'd always see these like old shots of them back in in in, in oakland or wherever when they did the first you know yeah. the hell's angels were there and all nice. that and, and from that point to now i mean they to be honest with you they sounded like crap i mean and i can't blame it on the sound guy i just they just didn't sound good live to me i mean they yeah. you know they were what they were yeah I mean, mm. and you probably wouldn't notice it if you went to the show, but hearing them the way I hear them now or yeah. at, during that thing and then seeing them, I was like, man, how is it these guys have gotten that much better? You know, and, you know, maybe it was the quality of sound or whatnot, but, you know, a lot of it was their performance, you know, and the, the drug culture and all that. You had something to play with it, but, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I honestly, in my opinion, being a musician as well as, you know, doing, doing the number of tours, I thought that they were actually the best that they were ever, ever. And their touring, or you know, professional life as a band.
2: Yeah, huh.
0: You know, back uh, back uh, in the '90s when you were yeah, when you were with them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right at the the end of the decade or turn of the century, or whatever. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I look back to my when my grandparents were alive, and and we would have discussions because we'd see we'd watch Walter Cronkite on TV, and he had this, this this news program that he did about. I, I don't remember the name of it. but It was about all the inventions that were coming up, and all the different mm-hmm. miracles of the world at that point in time. Yeah. And and uh, and I, I was talking to my grandfather. and We were watching the show, and you know, it's like I go, "Yeah, look at Grandpa. You 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 went from the went from the horse and carriage to the TV set." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking now, I'm thinking I went from the TV set to to the computer. You know, yes. phenomena. You, yeah, know, oh, whatever, wow. you know, So it's like and everything in between that. You know, where actually NASA doesn't exist anymore, really, pretty much. I don't know. Maybe they're making a comeback, but well, never I never think that that wasn't going to happen. They yeah. haven't got a whole lot yeah. going on at this very yeah. moment. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, my wife included was beating me up Scotty. How come we haven't gotten there yet? Yeah, you know? exactly. And the whole, what was that, cartoon with the Jetsons or whatever, you know, oh, yeah. flying cars. <laughs> I, well, we're getting there with the drones and stuff, but, yeah. but you know, it's, it's the same thing with the phone thing, you know. Well, it's like, yeah. And, you know, I could see this phone thing being a problem. Oh, I yeah. mean, even before, you know, because... Yes. It, like,
2: as it was coming up, Especially you are like, uh, the
0: other sex. Is this really you weird know? even How do you, how how do you talk on me? the phone <laughs> and do your makeup at the same time and drive? <laughs> People <laughs> found do. a way. They will yeah, find I a do way. They do, yeah. And so, um, that being said, I was like, man, there's just going to be a problem. And uh, I, and I, I thought that was just talking on the phone. That was before the, te- the whole texting thing even came yeah. out you never know.
2: imagined that that could be on an its issue. way. Well, yeah. an
0: issue anyways, but yeah. <clears> but see, now they're getting to the point where they're going to ban only way I know this because we had to take defensive driving here. Yeah, figure that one. <laughs> they need to have, to have offensive driving, not defensive driving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, it, but we got, by taking it here through the city, we got to get a, a discount on our insurance. Okay, I thought, okay that's, that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the things he had said was, the, the instructor, was that, that they're trying to pass a bill that it's going to be illegal to talk on your phone, period, in a car. Got which it. it's gotten to that point now. Which that's
2: how it is in California. Just use your phone here, not
0: just texting, but even talking.
2: Yeah, and California is
0: to really mess up a lot of people. It's kind of oh. like when I moved to California. When I lived in Wisconsin, the drinking age was eighteen, and when I moved to California, it was twenty-one. Oh. It's kind of like the, you had it just long enough to start enjoying it, and then it was taken away from you. That's it. right. So that's like right. The whole nation's gonna feel that pain yeah. now. oh wow exactly exactly especially businesses because you know you're on the fly doing a delivery doing a pickup or just getting to work you know it's like where are you or, you know you you need to go this way or you need to well, go exactly and you know, now you got to do the old beeper thing and pull over and use a hard line. well
2: Shelby and I were we were watching some old-school videos the other day and uh, we there was one part that we were filming in which his parents had the video camera probably half mile yeah, away, I mean, you know, we're yards at least, you know, we're looking, we're looking across, you know, a big valley, a big wooded valley with hills and stuff. And we are on like on an, an the opposite end of this valley and the, the, really? the cameras view, zoomed in as far I mean, it's, it's, it's really bad well, it quality like by they, this they point. VHS
0: yeah. zoomed, that, that's pretty yeah. good. because that, yeah, that was, was was like yeah.
2: But we couldn't, we couldn't, call you pick out our cell phone and call and be like hey we're here we're ready for you guys to shoot now we had to literally yell across and hope that they heard it's, us it's, see it's funny <laughs> to think that you guys are just, just 10 years ago to, yeah,
0: yeah. that you guys are just old enough to know that transition yeah, yeah. you know yeah that was uh, i mean and and like i said when i was on you know people like all the photos that you see that you would see yeah it wasn't off a phone was all off a camera because right.
2: the phones weren't yeah. around yet. You had no idea how that photo was going to turn out until it was printed. <laughs> into that's, why it. Took, that's
0: why I took so many. <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> well, sure. But, but, uh, yeah, I mean, when I uh, Michael W. Smith was <laughs> one of the last tours I, I guess, towards the end of my touring days, where I actually saw <laughs> kids come on the on the road with laptops.
2: Oh, oh wow. just. At so that you got point. So that Michael was, W. Smith was in 96? Yeah. Goodness.
0: Yeah. I mean, 1996. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, computers were being used indirectly, not like they are in this lighting board. Sure. It's an actual Microsoft scenario. It is a there. computer. Yeah. Yeah. But but parts of it were being used, you know, yeah. to, to operate the lights. They weren't totally analog anymore. They weren't, you know... Wow. ...little guys in there with switches going... <laughs> <laughs> no. Number
2: five. <laughs> so uh, you were... I seem to remember you telling us stories about how you, when you started touring and the lighting stuff that you were doing, you were kind of on the forefront of the moving light yeah, situation. Yeah, it was definitely the beginning of it all. Like those things yeah. were starting up. And yeah, because so,
0: I can remember the first time I saw a Verilite. Yeah, and it was it was so intense it gave me a headache.
2: And oh, Verilite's wow. based here in Dallas. No? Yeah, that was yeah. And yeah.
0: I, I had I had just I had just moved here and I was working for a company local. It was after the it was before my child was born. Right. Um, So it was maybe 86-ish. Yeah, because I moved here in 85, I think it was, yeah. Okay. So it was probably in 86. And it was at Las Colinas. Las Colinas was doing a lot of their... You know, rental out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Genesis was there, and that's, Genesis was the whole reason for nice. the bare light. Nice. Nice. Matter of fact, I guess it was. What's his face? It gave him the idea to do it in the first place. Colin. Yeah. There was. Yeah. He said, <laughs> <"Why>, how, <laughs> how, how come we can't have lights that move or something <laughs> like that?" And that's all it took. Boom. And, and so they were they were <laughs> in the forefront of that. And how come we
2: can't have lights that move? Yeah. I mean, just a simple, yeah, simple exactly. idea. And like was that. Just,
0: and, and these guys ran with it, you know, and and that was, you know, and then a couple years, I, well. Prior to that, I was working with, at Show Lights, okay. the lighting company, right? yeah. and that was a, a branch of Shoko, the yeah. lighting branch of Shoko that split away from Shoko and Gosh. started up in L.A. And uh, that's probably where I got my start as a, in a professional lighting company, a yeah. rock and roll touring company. Right, oh my right, god. I mean, it was like a dream come true. It was like <laughs> yeah, I, it was like close to close to the feeling I got when I was on the Stones, because it was like I walk into the lobby and there's nothing but platinum albums on the roll mm. from the floor to the ceiling. I'm like going. What is this This yeah. Is this the lighting company? Yeah. I little come to find out these are all the tours that this company had done. Yeah. That's you know, cool. You know, yeah, prior to me even being there. Yeah. You know, and so I got uh, I got I I started off and I didn't even start off actually working lighting. I started off working for the production manager of the company as his assistant. Ah. Uh, like production pretty manager. much like the runner. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, the, or his his go boy. Right? Yeah, sure, you know, sure, but sure. I mean and I looked back and I thought, you know, what better way to know the business from a different aspect? Because a lot of roadies don't ever get that opportunity. Mm, I mean, yeah. they learn bits and pieces of it while they're in town working right. for the Comstead company or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this was this was my my training to the whole. And by doing that, I got to learn about how to use a lot of the equipment that I never had access to, being a, a just a chump on the street. Yeah, sure. And that's I, cool. Because the whole thing with show lights was a was a number on a napkin. I mean, these people did not advertise in the phone book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, it was like, like I a had gone to napkin. concerts, obviously. I mean, concerts were around, and then the big-time stuff was there. So I knew that that life existed, but yeah. how to break into it without knowing anybody in the business <sighs> was a challenge beyond belief, and it was, just, it was just timing. Yeah. I mean... Oh, well, yeah. And the one person, I, and I would have never thought it would be this person that gave me an ad, gave me a phone number of this company because he had known a friend, that known a friend, and known a friend. <sighs> On a, we were sitting at the bar, you know, crying in our beers about what we are going to do the rest of our life. <laughs> I said, you know, I told you, we're gonna, are you going to work bars the rest of your life? Is this, this is as good as it were? I mean, because we were both working for different bands that were big-time bar bands, mm, you know, okay. in, in Orange County. Right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and I said, you know, this, this is fun, and it's, it's got its perks, but, I mean, we obviously know that there's another life beyond this. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you get to it? I really want to find yeah, out how to get yes. to, and I can't I've looked in the phone book and now some of these places like the vendors might like especially in Hollywood it would have like Olsen's in Hollywood or uh-huh, you know uh-huh. some of the the old the ones that have been around since the 40's or whatever yeah. were there but they were rental companies they weren't touring companies yeah. were, you know and a lot of it was you movie. for a lot of it was movie and theatrical at that point anyways because rock and roll was still pretty fresh right, right? It, it was at wow. the point of Really taken off, which the company I worked for kind of helped that whole thing take off. Let's put it like this: the the owner was Eric Pierce, who was also number one of those lifetime achievers.
1: Okay, in the, okay. In the
0: magazines, and uh, he was he was quite an innovator. He he his whole theory was let's design the truck pack so that it fits the most efficient, the Tetris, the whole Tetris oh, theory, nice, right? Nice. So all the stuff that he would invent, and he did invent quite a lot of stuff, structural stuff as far as rigging, and the, and the lift, he even had a show lift, but everything was able to fit across... In a in a truck pack, so that no matter what you put where, it was all relatively the same size, you know, and yeah, you could get nice. the most for your money. Right. Because these truck these tours started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and this was back when they didn't have any kind of fold-up truss. It was all. Aluminum, uh, but it was whoa. sticks everywhere from a two-footer to a, a, to a, I think the longest one was a 12 or 16-footer, 12-footer, I think uh, was the longest you one. Got
2: to just lay long ways and, the and
0: they went up on the load bars, okay. most of the trussing okay. went up there, you know, and then below, you know, you'd have a rigging truck, which would be all the rigging for all the truck, but it was nothing folded up like the company I worked for in Dallas here was yeah. basically a guy that used to own TTR, which was fold-up truss. Mm. So in one, in one dolly, you can get a 40-foot truss. Ah, they one dolly, whoa. yeah. And the dollies were, of course, back in the day. I was crazy and strong, and I could take one of these dollies and actually lift them up myself and nice. put them in a truck. They, yeah. were, they were heavy, but leverage was my was yes. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to another story about leverage. It was really kind of hilarious. It was yes. play, we were playing, <laughs> we were playing in, it. I think it was Alpine Valley. In Wisconsin which is a which is normally known for for a little ski lift area because we didn't have any mountains in, in Wisconsin yeah it was a large hill so but for people that like to ski it was the best they could do <laughs> well but they also they built a shed out there a rock you know concert shed and uh we were out there and it was don't think it was Rat and Poison. I'm trying to think what tour it was, but it was early in the days. So it might've been on Rat. Yeah. Anyways, I was in charge of doing, you know, like I said, we had so many trucks, you know, sometimes 12 trucks, 10 trucks just for lighting on these bigger tours, you know, and then sometimes 12 trucks for the whole
2: tour. Yeah. Know, yeah. But we were twelve. Than, we yeah. 12. Yeah. I mean, 12. That's that, nothing. Yeah. yeah nowadays, <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah. I, just, I heard a story know. about 76 trucks. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> that was, yeah.
0: And, and it really wasn't that much farther down the road from this, but, you know... Uh. And, but then again, it was a whole different entity, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah. But we were, we we're in Alpine, and one of one of my not last responsibilities was to load said truck, which is part of one of the lighting trucks, right? And uh, you would try to get as much of the gear that was going in that truck lined up in order that way you could just bang, 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 yep. bang, bang. But out, you had truckloaders doing in. it. You, yeah. yep. you but you, you were in the truck calling the pack. Okay, bring in this truck, bring in this one. You know, calling, getting the guys to get it. You know, keep it, keep the momentum going. Yeah, it, yeah, right? for sure. Because we were all under the gun. We had to be out and you know, going yes. to the next town. And uh, all my truck loaders were bodybuilders. I mean, like wow. Schwarzenegger in his prime. <laughs> oh, bodybuilders. Wow. Yes, I mean, couldn't walk with their legs together. <laughs> 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 couldn't put on a shirt because none of them fit. <laughs> and I'm going. No, this is going to be interesting you know and I'm I'm kind of skinny and scrawny compared to these guys you know with long hair and sweaty and all I had on was my shorts and my you know it was just middle of summer it was, yeah. it was hot as hell <laughs> so, so I'm in the truck and I'm going okay guys this is going to be our kind of game of game the beginning of our game plan here, and so I'm gonna start calling, bringing the gear, bringing the gear in, you know. And I was, and I was still pretty new at the whole game of, of directing people. Directing, yes, Directing yeah, people sure. is, is quite a feat in itself. It's weird, but, uh, especially guys that were like, you know, could, could crush you like an <laughs> egg, yeah, exactly. just by looking at you yeah. if they to. And I had four of these guys. It's amazing that even two of them could stand across in the truck and not hit, you know, shoulders. And, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, so the first. I think it was the rigging truck I was in charge of because there was a lot of cases. I remember that. Yeah, a lot of cases. And these cases, like I said, and on, on Eric's trust, they could. They and I'm talking cases full of steel, rigging steel. Yeah. You know, or even heavy cable, but they were all the same size. They were like two by threes or whatever. You know, as far as the case. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you could get X amount across, and the truck, and you can do another row. And okay, well, we get the first row of uh, of, of cases flip on end which was kind of funny because these guys would take a case and instead of grabbing the handles and doing a clean and jerk, you could just, because there was so much weight and the weight would shift so fast and the the thing, it would almost carry itself. Yeah. Oh, sure. These guys picked it up like a bear hog and tried to set it down. That was hilarious. Oh, my I'm going, uh, okay, I don't (laughs) think this is going to (laughs) work... Too good, too fast. Yeah. I don't want you guys to hurt yourself because some of this stuff, some of these cases are really heavy. I mean, yeah. even for these guys, it could, they must have been. But so I had to. <laughs> so here I am, skinny me, sweaty, skinny me, scrawny. And the next case comes in. I go, okay, guys, this is all you have to do, right? And we're gonna we're gonna kind of practice this on the ground level, and then we're gonna have to reproduce it on the top level because there <laughs> had to be a whole other level of cases, the same size cases, but same amount of weight, right? On top, yeah. Yeah. So I take this case and I, I do my clean and jerk and just flips right over on end. And they go, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so, so next case come in, and they bear hug it again. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I said, okay, this is gonna be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> Work smart,
2: not hard, guys. Yeah, come on. yeah, yeah. to understand. You know. More muscles mean less brains. So, so finally, I
0: think finally they got
2: it's Marines right. Maybe. Ooh, I'm going to cut you, that out. That's, I'm yeah, going to I'm gonna get some Marines get some get some getting mail. on, yeah. get on get my, my case about that one. Yeah. <laughs> half, half, yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't say it too long. My brother-in-law carries guns. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I mean, it took a little bit longer. I think they finally got tired because, like I said, these... Cases were heavy to actually yes. pick up. I mean, forklifts were bending over trying to pick up multiple Gosh. cases on so, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so finally we had to get, but then, then it was interesting because we had to do the next level and it was the bear hug thing again. I go, because normally it would be, it would so be all they would be, at hug. the bare minimum, three guys and it'd be two guys at the front of the case and usually with their hand on the cupping it and all you had to do was just lift high enough to get the edge on and then the guy. If it was really, really heavy, you'd be two guys in the back, and, and you'd get that momentum of, of the lifting case, and they, the two guys in the back would push it up on end. Yeah. Boom, and you could just bang, 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 you know, pretty quickly, Yeah. actually. And it was a lot of leverage thing, but it was teamwork as well. and. Lifting weights, I guess, isn't really a teamwork no. sport. No, yes. no. So, and of course, I'm sure they had their own programs and their own way of doing things, and that's the way it transpired when <sighs> I lift came you to know, lifting these cases. I was like, jeez. So no, so you need to have at least two guys in the front because how are you going to flip it on in with one guy in the front of it? Yeah. You know, they're trying two guys trying to pick it up and doing the bear hug thing, and I was like, oh, come here, oh, geez. Let me lift you over my head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so better three so, skinny, sweaty, scrawny
0: dudes Yeah, than that one that massive follow Moscow directions. Right. Yeah, it was basically anybody that could follow directions, you know, depending <laughs> yeah. on, you didn't matter well, it didn't matter to some degree on their size, but this was overkill. So, wow, but that sure. was an interesting, not yeah. to get off the subject, but was, <laughs> the, the, the whole bodybuilding thing was just, and that was the one time that that was the only time that ever happened, but I just. I thought, Why? Did, I go, Did you guys work security? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to make you moonlighting now? Is truck loaders? Did you lose <laughs> <'Cause>, a bet? Because <laughs> truck, loading, truck loading back, you know, back in the day, I was gonna use that, that term loosely, was was uh, to be a good truckloader was was uh, you had a team of guys. Even in the union, you didn't, you, they wouldn't just use any of the guys to do truckloading. You had to be because you had to work as a team, and you get get hurt in a truck. Yeah, for sure. Get hurt. I mean, I saw a lot of people that do get hurt, have gotten hurt in a Gosh. truck. So because of one new guy or one guy that was off for whatever reason, it didn't work
2: as a team member, you know. And, uh, Speaking of, yeah. you've had uh, a few fairly fairly notable injuries, uh, and I imagine yeah. any of them are on the road. I mean, are, are, were, there, were any of them on the yeah, road? Yeah, actually, the one, matter of fact, the one
0: that we went to South America was one of them, Okay, and that was with the LD that we had done the Stones with, and it was Rock and Rio, Okay, which I believe they still actually do that. That uh, scenario, and it's for a carnival primarily. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. did the whole country of South America. Well, oh, wow. I say the whole country, most of the whole country. But yeah. it was uh, San, San Paulo to Santiago, Chile. Whoa. So we I San Paulo. I think it was Rio, and then Buenos Aires, which which I loved so much. I was almost going to move there. I bought a, oh. their version of a MAPSCO. Nice. <laughs> <of the town. laughs> yes, I fell in love with that town. And if you're ever there, you'll know why. Buenos uh, <laughs> Aires. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then then there was Chile, which was which was kind of scary because apparently that was a real dictatorship country, yeah. and the uh, the stadium that we were playing in, which these were all soccer stadiums, so they weren't small. But yeah. the stadium that we were were we play, were playing on was was actually the dictator before some somewhere in the in the recent past had massacred a bunch of people in. Oh, boy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm going okay. This is great. We're going to be walking on bodies now, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <But> no. yeah. <laughs> Damn. yeah. So consequently i mean we didn't walk in i didn't see any hands sticking out of the ground but you know you, you <laughs> oh, know geez. these thoughts enter your mind when you hear about stuff like this you know and yeah especially especially that this is all prior to 9 11 or any of that kind of you know awakening worldwide yeah. you know yeah. i mean i knew about france You know, <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know for the most part it it we seem to get a warm welcome on a person-to-person level at hotels and whatnot you sure know? and and being that they, if they find out you're traveling with a band or an artist or whoever that they that they even know of, which will. Being from America, most of them, a lot of them, surprisingly, a lot of them did. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you even be over there if, you, if they didn't? Which amazes me, because they know so much about our music. How come we don't hear ever hear any of theirs, right? So, but it that's sucks. On the start. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially in Asia, I was like amazed at the, at the people in Asia that knew Robert Palmer. Really? I mean, he was, you know, he was, he was, an, he was an artist, and he was a good artist, but he wasn't no mega superstar like the Stones yeah. or anything like that. But I mean, he's all the venues we played, he sold out. I mean, it wasn't anything massive, but I mean. Enough to, pay paid the bills, yeah. you know? I mean, he made, and, and I think that was the last tour he did before he finally, he passed, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or at least did the world tour, you might say. But then, And he yeah. was a great guy. Nice. A matter of fact, when we played Milwaukee, which we did, my mother fell in love with Robert Palmer because oh. she saw him on MTV videos. Nice. Right? <laughs> and, uh, because he wore a suit. Oh. Right? So, <laughs> so I thought as, as a as a surprise, I, 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 I cleared with Robert ahead of time. I go, Robert, would you mind doing me a, a huge favor? This, this is my hometown and my folks are going to be here. My mother would love to meet you. Nice. You know, so I, I arranged that whole thing. Nice. She did and she was like, you know, so I mean... It was good to be able to to give back to the family and that respect, you know, for all the the childish things that I (laughs) (laughs) I did or my decisions or my poor decisions or whatever. You know, so like I said, at least my parents both of them got to see something that I was good enough in that people were going to pay me to do this, for sure. I was going to be able to travel around the world. That's the thing. They got to see the tour buses. Both both the American Eagle and the Prevost, which is the American Eagle. Nice. Yeah. The old school, very old school ones. I
2: mean you right? talk about the things that you've done in the in the very positive like, you know look but, what I get to do. Yeah. You know, that's well, yeah, that's I always mean, I, I could have awesome. been a good
0: promoter of the business. I mean, you know, give it given its its obvious other perks, yeah, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yes, wow. matter of fact, my that that was one of my mom's main concerns was I told her, I'm gonna do David Bowie. And remember David Bowie, you know, the, the Ziggy Stardust, you know, because she sees yeah. these album covers going, Oh my god, <laughs> he's doomed. You know, yeah, yeah, so, well, yeah and, and of course, my prior life living at home didn't help much either. So, <laughs> right, right. so I the, 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 the deck was stacked, you might say, <laughs> but uh, she goes, Oh, they're gonna, you're gonna do drugs out there. I go, Well, hell yeah, mom, what the <laughs> I didn't know drugs yeah, over yeah. here. Really, they're, they're much better quality, Mom. You'll feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time, they're free. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. That's but, uh, yeah. The so unwritten that, perks that was of the that was, It wasn't like, oh, <laughs> great, honey, you're doing a major artist of the of your time. No. You know, it was, oh, you're going to do drugs. <laughs> Mom, I was doing drugs at home. <laughs> you're going to do major drugs <laughs> of your time. It's the 60s culture, Mom. You remember? <laughs> I know I was born in the '50s, but I was <laughs> well. That's true. Yeah, which is scary. I don't remember want to say that again. That's last. <laughs> but actually, '58 was a good year for cars and guitars, along with '57 okay, and '56 yeah. and, sure. and so on and so on. Oh yeah. And I'd love to have a an old Chevy or, mm, or an old yeah. Strat or even an old Gibson. <laughs> I'll take a Gibson. Yeah. Not to mention their amplifiers that go with them too. So. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that was yeah. So I mean, it was it was. I didn't get to be the artist. Per se, yeah. I still love playing music. Obviously, yeah, you know, obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to stay on top of, you know, it's it's so hard to, you know, at my age, it's so hard to juggle just getting up in the morning. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Am I really looking at myself, or am I dead now? <laughs> 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 you know, but uh, yeah, you can wail on the harp quite a bit. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I, and that's my grandfather, the one mouth harp, the mouth harp, the harmonica. You know.
2: I just picture Rick just in his back room. Bling! <laughs> yeah, you know, with an actual, just playing harp. The actual harp. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's the only way I can get into heaven. I have to be in the orchestra. That's right. But I, he ends I, up a heavenly the in... orchestra. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, uh, bing, bing, I try to. Yeah, bing, bing. I try to do that. That, that little vibrato. <laughs> 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 Some of that air clap bending, you know. <laughs> and so then you ended up. You ended up here. I, I, I
2: imagine there's well, a lot I, of time I, that I ended that up got here, that, and that
0: again. That was, um, in my whole life, with jobs per se, and maybe good karma, you might Mm. say, to some degree. I don't know, being in the right place at the right time. Which, when it comes to getting jobs, I guess that's what it really came down to. Yeah. Was, I was, after I got injured... Working here in Dallas, that kind of took me out of the game. I was on a lift that tipped over, and you know I survived it. You might say, but <laughs> that's, really,
2: that's a that's a story. I, I sur- oh, yeah. yeah,
0: that that could probably take the rest of the segment, but I don't want to go too far. <laughs> <But I> mean, <laughs> it was one of those kind of injuries that, to be honest with you, I'm surprised I lived through, and sure. I'm sure most of the people that that witnessed it was surprised I lived through it too. <laughs> and, and But I'm that? I'm using that word <laughs> live through now. That I'm using that lightly because physically I lived through, but mentally and emotionally it, it almost killed me. Hmm. I mean, because I fell. lost, I lost. Not only did I lose what I loved and worked so hard to get, right, in the industry, but it was it took away my guitar playing too. Mm. It was a oh, double whammy. Gosh, you uh, know, and I mean things you don't realize when you lose a, a limb to an injury to, to some degree, which, you know, it was like seven months I had this thing in a fixator, you know, with, with scaffolding on the outside, and that was just. For it to heal, and then there was a the whole therapy afterwards. Where you know, I had to actually learn how to use it again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean,
0: uh, it was in the, it was in the, in the fixator for so long. I, I lost muscle tissue. Wow. I mean, there was a difference between the right hand and the
2: yeah. yeah. And then,
0: of course, you know, they, they did the dynam, dynamometer dynameter test with the strength. Oh yeah This hand was like the good old rigger You know, like three hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. This hand was like two. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. dang laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's feel like this. I couldn't even squeeze a tube of toothpaste. When I got the yeah, that's wow. how much I've lost. Yeah, so, so obviously you, working in the industry like I used to do right? was no longer an option. Now. So, Gosh. yeah, and and I and I as I was healing, well, and of course I like, being as hard headed as I am, that's probably the only reason I lived. I a big part of of my landing was on my head, so I <laughs> had to learn kind of oh. think all over. I lost a lot of memory. Gosh, uh, and Oof. I mean a lot of, I guess what do they call the temporary memory or the yeah. the quick memory, not the long term. Yeah, long-term. how far did you fall? it really wasn't that far, but it was what I fell on. It was like maybe 18, maybe eighteen, twenty feet. Okay, that's but I landed about I, landed, the, about on, as high I your... landed on ceramic tile and concrete. Uh, and so well, if you're I didn't land in the in the flower beds that had actual brick and I landed, you know, I could have landed on an uh, edge of this. So yeah. like, but I pretty much gosh. kissed the pavement. Golly and it nothing soft from wow. that and, far. and I was and and I was in this lift that I Were you had, in like a bucket lift? Yeah, it was a single man bucket lift that was owned by the by the building that I, had, that I had prior. I used prior to that for like ten years. Yeah, it wasn't like some new piece of equipment that I mm-hmm. hadn't used, and sure. I and and I knew the whole being that I had gone through rigging school and and by the, from the union that paid for me to do that, so I could be a qualified union rigger. Sure. I knew about the weight ratios and where you know center of gravity and that whole thing. So mm-hmm. I was, I consider myself somewhat safety. It was kind of ironic. You know, I'm kind of Mr. Safety, and I'm yeah. the one that gets hurt, right? <laughs> yeah. But it really wasn't. It was one of those Murphy's Law yeah. You know, yeah, that you that you don't really think about. It was kind of funny because. Any time that, that whole scenario would come up talking with the guys, whether it was I was working on local crews or on tours, it was like, so you're in a lift and it tips over, it's starting to tip over, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to grab for the truss. Well, that's all fine and dandy if the truss is low enough for you to grab at that point. Right. But if you're in a lift that you already started coming down, chances are there's no, you're in dead man land, right? Yeah. There's nothing to grab onto. So yeah, you're exactly. just going ride to the, ride the train ride to the, the ground, lightning. and that's yeah. kind of what I did. And I, I. I, my, your mind just moved so fast at that point, and I was thinking, and I thought, of the, for some reason, I thought of the stuntmen. I had probably seen some stuntman show where they did a lot of their stuff, you know, yeah. how they would roll out of a scenario, mm-hmm. and I, nice. thought the, I thought of the rules. I'm I, gonna I, 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 roll. I mean, when we're talking <laughs> milliseconds here. I mean, it was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guys could see my, uh, the, some of the guys that I actually talked to that, that were there, that I was working with, they said they said they saw my lips go oh shit <laughs> yeah and i went okay so that was what a second <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs> but yeah i mean they they probably saw the face of terror as you know I, I could only imagine what it would be like to see one of my friends in a lift that you could do nothing about nothing yeah you know, really i mean and this thing was this thing was a tank of a lift it it, it was so heavy center wise it you it had outriggers, but we didn't even know where they were. Yeah. Because most of the people that use that lift, like me, never strayed past the boundaries of of the of the void it was meant to be Safety. used in. And and the building that was in half the time you couldn't use it because they weren't adjustable outriggers; they were fixed outriggers. And you were lucky to be able to even use two of them in this building at any given time, anyways. And the place that I was using it in, not only did it have a, a non-structured square wall, it was the the the, the old. Uh, um, place that they did all the fashion in, right across from the Anatole.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I mean, there's the... the... Paramart. Yes. Mm. The Paramart.
0: And uh, the Paramart, the, the, I guess the inner area of the Paramart was, was like an open air, atrium kind of scenario. Yeah. Okay. And they had wavy walls, I mean, big wavy walls that were the inner st- structure with this massive stucco on there that could tear the hide off a cow. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was that, you know, it was that rough and that, you know, and so, and because of the non-structured wall, and yeah. if you, you had a rig in there, sometimes you couldn't, you couldn't use it in that respect. And then the place that we were using it in not only had that scenario going on, but it had terrace, terrace, terrace uh, levels. Yeah. Right. And these things were only like maybe three, three inches in height from level to level. And, yeah. That's where I had the issue because uh. I was on my way down and no outriggers, and my and we always had I always had a ground guy. My, yeah. I, I had a lift man that was always at, at my beck and call because I was in the air and I was on a lift. I didn't have that was on wheels that would roll. Yeah, without the outriggers on, and yeah. knowing that you know you take the best precautions, and it was a guy the guy you would trust with your life. Yeah, and which I did, you know, and a set of circumstances happened that it took him away from me for a couple seconds and. I paid the price. Mm. That was it. Yeah, I mean, he basically, the, in in all honesty, he was trying to save another person's life that oh, wow. he had exit, a girl's life, too. Yeah. Wow, well, that makes that, that, sense. Uh, yeah. And,
2: <laughs> the dams and, in distress. And
0: either he or I, well, I definitely didn't know, because I'm up in the air, I didn't realize I was that close to one of these lips right. of the little terrace yeah. level, and and this whole rickety bucket coming down was enough to get it to one of the wheels ah, to go off this terrace, yeah. and that's what started the whole... G-num. And, and like I said, the weight of this thing, it's kind of like that whole lifting the case
2: thing. Once yeah. you get the, yeah. the
0: momentum going, it just, just slam. Slam. It, it, Yeah, it slams you into the uh, ground. Yeah, three so. inches,
2: three inches down on the bottom of the ground. But yeah. you're 18 to 20 exactly. feet up. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's with a, with a, 18 like degrees your, or something like that. The, that's like a lot Detroit of...
0: Like car back in the 60s, yeah. you know, weight-wise, you know, so, oh. yeah. Gosh. So once it started going, it was a, a very... And that could be part of the reason why my timing was off a little bit, because I was... Fixing the, I, it might have worked. It possibly might have worked. Although uh, I might have killed myself too doing it. I, well, the we'll tuck never know, and roll, but. you mean? Yeah, the yeah the roll because I mean it was a it was a bucket I mean yeah, yeah. personal one man bucket right yeah, and you yeah.
2: weren't attached to it you were no no I
0: was I was just standing in it but I mean I was I, I was thinking okay what am I going to do I mean I'm not I'm going to see what I'm going to land on but you know how how can I do this where it's not going to be so painful yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I almost did it but I just somehow my hand oh. got caught underneath the bucket oh. uh, that I'm not sure because I was in the bucket so how I got caught underneath the bucket but it did got caught in, and it and it, it kind of further slamming me in the ground even more. Dang it. <laughs> oh, so gosh. I almost but I had almost made it. And that's yeah. that said, you know, almost in this instance, you know, was like, okay, almost doesn't count, you know, well, your life, you're living your dead, right? But, well, you, but I did I lived through it. I mean it was it was one of those Murphy's Law thing where there was just a set of it was the pinball of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> when game about went. was that? Do you know? What's that? Do you remember do you remember when about that was? When about um it was when I worked for Gemini. It was towards the yeah, towards the end of my resume thing. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you know, wow, inspired the close relationships I had with Gemini because they. If it hadn't been for some of their actions, of course they, because I was an employee of Gemini, full time yeah. employee. Yeah. Work once comp came into play, mm. you know, but uh, the the obviously I was going after lawsuit lawyers, you know, and whatnot, yeah. and I'm trying to because it was a uh, um, same people that built this complex. Uh, the 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 old man who owned the Anatol, uh, oh, okay. yeah, his family. I'm not going to name names, mm. <laughs> well. but he's prominent, you know, real estate mogul and what, yeah, you know, yeah. billionaire kind of dude, right? So wow, and I was just trying to get what I thought was do me. You know? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, there was, um, it
0: was it was just because, and not because I was, you know, I wasn't trying to be a gold digger, but I was forced into a situation that. You know, had the Murphy's Law thing attached to it. You know, where I, I I did my best to make it safe. The building didn't care. Yeah. They they didn't. You know they. You know, it's funny none of the cameras were working that day. And <laughs> uh. But, uh, so they must have thought there was some reason for. I
2: know. mean, I guess that's what they they have insurance for. That's what they well, have. Well, that's these that's primarily so.
0: where Orban's comp comes in. I mean, yeah. like, I was full time with somebody. Yeah. You yeah. know, And um, and that that's thus my relationship with Jim and I was. You know, been so. And I hate to say so good, but, I mean, we, we had a great leadership prior to that. But, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I held no grudge against the company, and they held no grudge against me. You yeah. know, so, although, you know, it's like, for some, there's so much fraud going on with insurances, you know, even at workman's comp as well, that, you know. That's the first thing that comes to mind but i was actually certified by a workman's comp doctor after it was all said and done that i was at that point i don't think i still am but at that point i was 26 percent disabled wow um, wow which doesn't sound like a lot but you know that's and a quarter. it's probably not that much now because i mean i went from not being able to squeeze a tube of toothpaste to lifting a stage brick with one with that same hand yeah you know? nice and walking across the <laughs> yes. yeah well yeah I mean, that's a big jump yeah, yeah. So, well wow. but uh Nevertheless, I mean, it still took me out of the, that of what I did what I was good at. Yeah. A lot of people say, like, well, why don't you get back into it any other way? And I go, well, because I didn't really know any other way. I, I can't, yeah. you know, I could, and, and I would always feel the temptation to get my hand in it. And that was yeah. the reason I left it in the first place, because yeah. I, I, I I, loved doing it so much I wouldn't have the, the, the I wouldn't be aware that I'm, now I'm, all of a sudden I'm working doing it. No, yeah. you can't be doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't because I didn't want to endanger anybody else's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, because was so much teamwork. Once mm-hmm. again, lifting things and you know whatnot and and and, and, and even yourself. Yeah, that's i said. Mm-hmm. My God, you're picking up a broadcast.
2: Yeah. Damn. Well, Rick, that was. I mean. You have so many different things. I'm sure that you've been. Through oh, I do in your feel life, blessed man. in some
0: some degree. I think it's I think it's all the clean living I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's just it's.
0: I think if I'm gonna give a message to anybody, I think it's just. Be positive. You know. I mean, well, what's that movie that just came out about that 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 I, that Irish guy, that the, the Italian dude back in the thirty. 30s and 40s that went through Unbroken
2: yeah oh, the yes. Olympics
0: and then when you know I don't know the yes. whole story but yeah. yeah 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 I mean it was like if you can take it you'll, you'll make it yeah you know, exactly it's kind of thing, you know? yeah. it's, it's kinda like kind of like that and my father kind of stressed that too He's you know in so many words he said you can be whatever you want to be yeah if you want it bad enough yeah you know and, well, it's, it's and your the outlook. thing with the napkin on the, and the phone number you know mm-hmm. I, I never wanted something so much in my life and I was willing to do just about anything to get it you know yeah. and unfortunately it was all yeah fortunately it was all above board <laughs> yeah. at least for the first year <laughs> but uh, like I said I got to work with a bunch of Great guys who are now being getting all these lifetime achievement things for the industry and whatnot, and I'm I'm happy for them. Such
2: a I mean it's such a bizarre thing to to. Know your personality as far as everybody else's perception. I mean, you're a very salty, very raw, very you can know, be. say what's yeah. on your mind type of guy. But after having an opportunity to spend a lot of time just the three of us working late nights and all that kind of stuff, and and get the some, you some get to know a little about, more of the real person. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're, I you're mean, the heart behind the person. Yeah, I can see that as definitely being a a power a, a force behind you know, any sort of positive living. Well, and I'll you know? and and tell you what, to be honest with you guys, it, it's getting
0: harder and harder to be that way the older and older I get, because time just does jade you, it, yeah, I mean, with yeah. all the things going on in the world, and and you you start getting that feeling of being left behind, you know, mm. because I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but oh, shit just moves so fast nowadays, I mean, yeah, technology-wise. Yeah. You know, I'm doing my best to hang in there, you know, but, uh, you know, one of these days it's just, I'm just going to go screw it, <laughs> well, <laughs> which I've already said a couple times already. Let me <laughs> in. Yeah. Well, I just want to beam me up one time, just one time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, and that's, a, that's, that's, and I was, I guess that's my, my genes Yeah, from my, cause, and a lot of that's my mom. She so was always a real positive. And my dad was, was a pretty solid force too, you know, as far as, you know, given me the benefit of the doubt when I probably shouldn't have got it. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. But uh, we've all And also the that era that I grew right. up in. You know, I, was, I wasn't I was quite old enough to be an actual hippie, but I was close enough to it that nice. you know, I, might as well, I might as well have been. For sure, know? for sure. I mean, I was a 50s kid. I was born in the 50s, and but not early enough in the 50s to be a, mm, a hippie, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, which I really kind of regret, because one of my idols is Jimi Hendrix, and I nice. would've loved nah. to seen him live yeah. somewhere, somehow. For sure. You know? And uh, wow. as a matter of fact, him and Eric Clapton were the inspirations for me, even even having that desire to play. Wow, wow, uh, those Jimmy two guys, that's yep. awesome. And of course, I was back when Eric was was cream. <laughs> wow, well, yeah. okay. yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, sure. when I first started. You know, yeah, but, yeah, But still, you know, he he was definitely a force in there. Wow. And uh, and Jimmy, you know, was just he was just, I mean. It's mind staggering to us even to this day some of the stuff that we hear coming off these old albums but can you imagine hearing it back then yeah well, when there was nothing to, to the relate future. that to. right yeah right or, yeah yeah i mean just just hearing stuff that was so far into the future that you know it's hard for them to even sample it nowadays yeah. you know yeah. to some degree but anyways but did they actually witness that pretty much live yeah. you know i mean you, he was he was alive in my lifetime. He just I never got to see him alive. Right. Yeah, right. That's MJ for me. Yeah. And that's kinda MJ for me too. Yeah. I mean to some degree I, other than that Pepsi commercial, that was the only, you know.
2: <laughs> the, that, Pepsi the Pepsi and
0: commercial and he, <laughs> here's 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 the funny thing. My grandmother who lived in my on my German side, who lived in Milwaukee, one of my birthday presents, I think on my I might have been eight or ten years old. Michael and I were the same age. Uh, we were yeah, um, literally the same age same year same age um, she gave me the Jackson 5 oh, their first sweet. album nice. the first album yeah and Michael was just a little boy just like little I was Michael uh, little yeah. yeah so and I was like And I thought it was just kind of ironic because that was back in the 60s when they were having all the riots and all this. Mm. And and here's my German grandmother giving me (laughs) (laughs) this. And I was like, and and, you know, I'd heard of stuff. You know, AM radio back then was really the the only thing that would play that kind of music or any kind of music that I would listen to. You know? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because the the reception's so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, AM radio.
0: Yeah. Thank God for AM radio because. They actually had little portable radios that I would put under nice. my pillow and had the little earphone. <laughs> no <laughs> way! Well, yeah, because I mean, it was, yeah, I was getting tired of sneaking out watching the TV set when my parents yeah. were <laughs> that's wow. the original falling I mean, is that's with your what iPod I had to do, you know, just to, to stay in the mainstream to see anything that was past my bedtime. That's yeah. Nice, yeah. I told yeah. you they were conservative, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the, <laughs> waking me up, hey, waking my sister and I up to watch both those bands on Ed Sullivan because, and he didn't even come on now. That was prime time when he came on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. But they woke us up to watch that. I, it's to this day it still just amazes me. It really does. They <laughs> sparked it all. They ha- well, they, they helped, give you know they yeah they kind of did spark it in that respect. But they they drove that. It was one of the driving forces for the whole music thing to begin with. Yeah. The Beatles were. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, to be able to to have a ditty that you could just sing along to was you know, time and time and time mm-hmm. again. It was just Absolutely. one after another. It's just like. These guys are phenomenal. we call them the Mozart's of our time, right? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I, I mean, dig them to some degree. Yeah, but the Beatles, you know, they the Stones were another entity. I wouldn't go with the Mozart's, but the Beatles were were deep in a lot of different ways. Yeah, you know, well, sure. you know uh, I mean, they were both great in their own respect. The Beatles both were the birth parents of a lot of music well, nowadays. Yes. Yeah, and I, and you know, it's it's funny, but uh, I'm trying to think of the artist's name. But uh, he just came out with the album, and 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 some of the other stuff that he's put out has has glimpses of the of the of the Beatles, yeah, like changeovers and stuff. Uh, <coughs> the guy played with Nirvana. Oh, Foo
2: Fighters. Fighters. Yeah. yeah, Foo Fighters, Dave yeah, Girl. Foo Fighters, yeah, yeah Dave Grohl.
0: Yeah, some of his music, some of the some of the little bridges and things mm-hmm. in there yeah, very have much. a lot of Beatles kind of yes. to me it does. I yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. No plagiarism involved there. No but, <laughs> Copyright that's fine. I mean, people. it's it's fine to take because it was good music, and then then take some some of the whether it was a type of sound or 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 a type of way to make the music change. Yeah, or a tempo change. That's not against the law. And nope. it, it, you yeah. know, and 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 it, it'd only be people like of my, my age that would even, maybe even recognize that mm-hmm. or have some kind of relationship to that, anyways. Yeah, you yeah. know. Because wow. I don't even hear the Beatles on the elevator music anymore. No. <laughs> used to be. So I thought no, I was getting old licensing. when I heard that. Now, I did hear Jimi Hendrix in Walgreens the other day. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nice. It was Angel. They were playing Angel. Nice. That yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Because uh, he going, is an angel now. Well, that's, <sighs> he's definitely got to be somewhere. Him <laughs> and Stevie. He's got to be somewhere. <laughs> he's got to be somewhere. But somewhere where all the artists go because, yeah. you know, they're... The big
2: green room in the sky. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I
0: mean, I got to... Uh, Stevie Ray, you know, my wife had, had grew up with that guy as oh. kids, you know, and and when I and I didn't even get turned on to Stevie by my wife, I got turned on by just hearing one of his songs on the radio mm. because he was at that junction in his life playing blues that he was getting commercial enough that mm-hmm. the rock and roll stations would pick him up too. Right, right. And I went. Who was that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he'd been locally, he'd already been a a hero or, you know, a superstar, you know, prior to that anyway. For a little while. Being, I was an implant, you know. Even oh. though I'd been living here quite a while too, but I had no idea who he was. You were an yeah. implant.
2: Yeah, I was an implant. <laughs> That's a bizarre image, right? Now, it's irony I mean, for yeah.
1: you. <laughs> Mostly
2: silicone, but. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, thank you for uh, for chatting with us, being on the show. You're very welcome. We absolutely have to have you back because we didn't even get through half of oh, this I know. individual piece of paper that you we brought and sat down in front of me. We could probably spend a week. You know, uh, yeah, I would say a solid and, uh,
0: week. Yeah, uh, just not that. I'm like any kind of superstar myself. I just, I had a, I had a good life and I made the best of it, you know. And well, like I said, if you got a job like you guys are doing, yeah, uh, sure. I could see, I see good great things in your future. You know? <laughs> Thank you. you, you. Keep, keep it up. And, You're a superstar to us, right? I'm a superstar. superstar. <laughs> <laughs> All, only in throwing knives. <laughs> only in throwing <laughs> knives. This man can throw some knives. I wish I do have some to show you, by knives. the way.
1: Twitter at Earthship Radio or online at entertheelftree.com
0: or else I will find you.